Warning, this podcast was produced by two men who still think that swearing is both big and clever. As a result, it contains quite a lot of it. Therefore, this podcast is not suitable for children, unless they're really fucking cool children. Yes, people, welcome to Pop Collaborate and Listen. Uh, my name's Dave Fensom. This is our seventh episode. I've got to say, this is by far my favourite episode we've recorded so far. We're talking about New Kids on the Blocks album, Step by Step, and we have a lot of fun this week. So uh, please get in touch and let us know if you enjoy this. Before we start, I've got to send a shout out to friend of the show, Sai uh, Sharp of Beat Rehab, who got in contact to point out that uh, something that I said during the uh, Fleetwood Mac episode, where I said that Madonna hadn't really done the big collaborations with uh, uh, Timberland and Pharrell, was completely inaccurate because basically that was the Hard Candy album. And I must admit, I kind of stopped listening by that point, uh, and I am going to go back and check that record out now. So thanks to Sai for pointing out my mistake. Yeah, it won't be the last one, guys. Please do get in contact if you spot any mistakes, particularly if they're mistakes that Chris has made, because it pisses him off way more than it pisses me off. Uh, as you know, guys, we don't we, we're going pretty much off what we know. We don't over research this podcaster. We want it to be as free and easy as possible and not just a fact session. So uh, there will be inevitably times that we get things completely fucking wrong. And we do enjoy it when you get in contact and let us know. This podcast is brought to you as ever by On the Edge Comedy. On the Edge Comedy takes place on the first and third Fridays of every month upstairs at the Carolina Brunswick pub in Brighton we bring you some of the best new acts from the new act new material circuit with a professional headliner we just had a sold out event last week we had uh, Michael Fabry drop in and do some new material Sarah Isles headline for us everyone had a really really good time so if you are in the Brighton area or just visiting then yeah come down have a great time we don't charge a lot of money anyway I'm going to keep this intro relatively short this week so without any further ado Please enjoy this episode. I hope you have as much fun with it as we did making it. Take care, guys. Welcome to Pop Collaborate and Listen, uh, episode number seven. This is the podcast where we listen to every single UK number one album of the 90s in order and review them. Why? Because of... I don't know. I don't know why we do it. Krista, why do we do it? Self-hatred, I think. Self-hatred. So what we listen to this week, Krista? Like we said at the very beginning, if it is a kind of a best of album or an essential, something like that, we're not going to concentrate on that. But we are going to have to do a bit this week. On the essential Pavarotti. Wicked! Yeah, yeah. Now, we, we kind of flagged this up at the start. We knew it was on the way because of the World Cup in 1990 and the big uh, the big anthems from it. So we're going to have to talk a little bit about the essential Pavarotti. But that's not going to be the main point of this week's podcast. What's going to be the main point, Krista Gray? For what happened was Pavarotti was number one for four weeks. But in the middle of his run is number one. For one week, we have New Kids on the Blocks, Step by Step. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, a pop monolith of that year, really. It was a massive, massive album. More in the States than it was in the UK, but it was it was a big one. And so there's uh, definitely a lot to deconstruct on that one, uh, which we will get into after, after a little while. 
Okay then, so Essential Pavarotti, Chris DeGruyere. I don't want to keep calling you both, both your names, but I'm going to skip it. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, yes, it's, it's, it, I imagine if I knew more Pavarotti, I would agree that this was the Essential Pavarotti. I don't yeah. know. But having said that, there is also an Essential Pavarotti 2, which is, yeah. slightly diminishes this one's claim. Essential Pavarotti. <laughs> yeah. But, Pavarotti. <laughs> having listened to this in, some fashion, yeah. I can definitely say this is Pavarotti singing some opera. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you, Christopher. I've uh, I've listened to some of this, yeah, and I've gleaned what I need to know. Yeah. Now, if you're an opera fan here, I am not glibly putting down the concept of opera. What I'm telling you is that I am not qualified to talk about it. This is the exact thing. Yeah. Yeah. I have not listened to enough opera. I know little about it. I can tell you that I prefer Pavarotti's versions of these songs than Bobby Davro's versions of him doing Pavarotti. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. <laughs> and that is that is about the level of critique I feel qualified to give. You've heard all of these songs. They're all in. They're all in films of and the, adverts. Yeah, and adverts. Yeah, you've heard all of them. They're. I mean, they're opera, aren't they? And there are some of them that you go, of course, yeah. This you, you know, you almost forgotten. Is it? It's now just. In the general pantheon, you know, yeah. everyone goes, oh, yeah, Ness and Dorma. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Oh, Solimil, the Cornetto song. Uh, but like yourself, I don't know enough about opera. And, uh, it, you know, in also reality, do not enjoy it. And I tell you what, mate, I bet you. So four weeks at number one. Yes. Right. And I'm guessing this is, is this like June? This is exactly. This is mid 1990s uh, from the 17th of June to the like 21st of July. Okay. So this is, this is whilst the World Cup is running, mm-hmm. uh, ITV using this and Dorma as their thing right mm-hmm. now. I guarantee you what happened here is of the millions of copies that this, this sold, I would put over half of them were never played a second time. That's probably true. I yeah. reckon this is or a past track too. I mean, you, like, even when you go to because even when you go to uh, car boot sales now, you kind of don't even really see CDs that much in car boot sales anymore. No. Do you? But I guarantee you, if I like, go back, if you go back ten years, this was probably one of the most findable CDs in a car yeah, boot sale. That's fair this, is, this, is a, this is a load of fucking thick people that like football going, oh, well, some culture, fuck it. <laughs> Here it is in a CD. There's a fat bloke. He's wearing a suit. I'll buy it. There's eighteen tracks of it. How bad can it be? How, how bad can it be? And there well, we go. It's this bad. It's not bad. It's fine no. but it's not for me and to be honest again listening to it uh, it starts off a lot more strongly than it finishes yeah. I, I find towards the end there are some which are just well this is this is presumably the bland end of opera even though there's melodrama all through it yeah. but it didn't have the big tunes to me that if someone said to you Sing a bit in Essendorma, you go, oh, I, I can remember the tune of that. Sing O Solo Mio, oh yeah, I remember the tune. Yeah. I bet you there's opera fans who will look at this and go, uh, yeah, Cornegrato from Salvador, whatever opera. Couldn't tell you what that sounds like. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it's just filling a, a CD at the end mm. with songs that no one really cares about. See, I'm going to pretend to agree with you, but I didn't listen to all of it. <laughs> That's fair enough. I didn't listen to all of it. I skipped through three quarters of it. Yeah. But I mean, there, there are some good ones, you know. Mia culpa. There you go. Hey, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, let, let's chuck a bit of something on Do we here. We have to. Well, it, it's just it, 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 to to give the impression that, of course, this one. You go, oh yeah, I know this. It's Allegro or some shit. It's La Donna a Mobile, which no idea. Oh, fuck, right. no, of course not. But it translates. Google translates as the woman is mobile. Okay, well that's so you know that's nice to know. Well, well done, the woman. Um, 
So yeah, people know this, that's totally fine. The next one, people will know that. Uh, let's do a little bit of this one. If these are the files that get our podcast taken down, I'm going to be really <laughs> God, that's a point. upset about it. It is, it's, it is what it is. And let's face it, of course he's got a good voice. He can sing like a he's motherfucker. Got a good voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course he can, man. No, and that's why he's famous. And he's probably fucked a lot of people's mums as well. Oh, I imagine so. I would yeah. imagine so. But look... Mm. I realise that this says more about me and and what I've done with my life than anything else, right? But what I would like to do is I'd like to put this part of thousands of years of culture Mm. um, aside. Yeah. So we can talk about five boys from Boston. (laughs) Bean time posse, mate. Oh, mate, no. (laughs) Not yet, Krista. Not yet. Right. Yeah. New kids on the block. New kids on the block. Let's had do a this. bunch of hits. Yes. New kids on the block. Oh, is that a lyric? Oh, fair enough. Fucking, you don't remember that song? What one's that? What fucking uh, Abercrombie and Fitch that thing? And I think the girls look oh, fly shit. when they come out summer in the summer. Oh, um, New kids on the block to get a bunch of PM. hits. Chinese food makes me sick. That one. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. It's it's, it's, it's old, old time. Old time. It was some fucking mm. bullshit. Anyway, right then. And on the subject of some bullshit, so this is it's New Kids on the Block. It's their second studio album per se, isn't it? If you don't count the Christmas one. Uh, no, it's, it's the third studio album because they had uh, a self-titled in 1986. Oh, you're right, they did. Yeah, yeah which, which, you know, nobody in the UK knew, obviously, because mm. it was 86. It wasn't a big hit in the States either. Then they came back with Hanging Tough in 89. Yeah. Which made some inroads in the UK. Yeah. And then this was the third one, which then uh, blew them up everywhere as well. Yes. But uh, as I was doing this, they actually released three albums in the UK in 1990. Okay. To, to be able to, just to fucking fill the market. Yeah. They released this one uh, in June 1990. So the time period this was uh, number one is the 24th to the 30th of June. So yeah. right bang in the middle. Uh, they released this. They re-released their self-titled in the UK in November 1990 yeah and then they re-released their Christmas one from the previous year yeah. in December 1990 wow so they were chucking it out literally I mean that's what was happening here so backstory on the Nukas on the Block mm-hmm. uh, Nukas on the Block are pretty much the modern template for boy bands as we know them I think we can say I, th- I think that's fair I, mean, I, I was aware of them at the time didn't really know them but yeah that makes sense to me yeah, put together by Maurice Starr, mm-hmm. who had previously had some success with New Edition. Yes. And businessman that he was had the muse in where he said to himself, you know what, I reckon these guys would have been much bigger if they'd have been white. Well, indeed, and yeah. fuck me, he was right, wasn't, wasn't he? Wasn't he, though? Yeah, what does that prove about the world? Oh, mate, well, um, yeah, let's, I, I don't think we've got the time, mate. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we've got the time for that. Yeah. So, you've got five members of Nukas on the Block. You've got uh, Joey McIntyre, who was the the young, kind of fresh-faced one. Uh-huh. Voice hadn't broken in the first couple of records. Uh-huh. You've got the two brothers, John and Jordan Knight. Right, yep. You've got Danny Wood, who is the ugly one. <laughs> And let's face it, if you look at them, there is an ugly one. Oh my God, there's an yeah. ugly one, mate. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm presuming that he could dance a lot, right? Because motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to that later. Right. Let's not blow our water. No, and, then, fair and then we had Donnie Wahlberg. Yes, indeed, yeah. Brother of, of course, Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. And he's 
probably the toughest guy in the crew. Oh, he, he definitely signs it. And he would very much like you to know all about it, wouldn't he? <laughs> yep. So. I didn't realise as well that Mark Wahlberg was in the band at one point. Apparently. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was in, like, kind of at the start he was in it, but then uh, they did, like, some reshuffling. He went out and did his own thing and they got that new look in okay. instead. Um, but yeah, I didn't realise that he was in with Donnie at some point either. I didn't know well, he was a new yeah. kid to start with. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, and a, uh, a man with a history of uh, racial abuse. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. well, let's not let's not dig into that. Either. Anyway, okay. Um, let's whitewash straight past that. <laughs> yeah. let, let us start, as we always do, by talking about the album cover. Oh, fuck, I've not even looked at the album cover. The album cover, well, Chris DeGree, you have not mixed much. No. Uh, like a lot I, know, of, I have seen it. It's on, yeah, it's on lot, Spotify, Like a it? lot of the album covers that we're we're looking at at the moment, you, you're, so imagine, you know, you're out, uh, you're in a shopping mall, mm-hmm. you're a 14-year-old girl, mm-hmm. you go and get some photographs taken in a photo booth, Yeah, yeah. and it applies an effect to it that makes it look like an oil painting. Oh, yeah, of course. That's yeah. what we got here, right? Obviously, you couldn't just do that in 1990. You had to go to a very expensive recording studio and have someone do it to your album cover. Right. So that's that. My the only thing I will point out to you though, right? If we look at if we look at the poses they're in, okay, yeah, I'm just looking right, at it now actually. Okay, we've hmm. got Jordan Knight looking out. Yeah, looking out. He's the yeah. he's the main guy, probably eyeing a probably eyeing a solo career in the future. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, you've got uh, Donnie Wahlberg mm-hmm. looking looking quite tough. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, he's got he's got a tough face on him. But now you've got the other three. You've got Jerry McIntyre. You've got Danny Wood and you've got John Knight. Now, really, what it looks like what's happening here is all three of them are looking at Joe McIntyre's dick. It does, isn't it? What? Like, Why three, have they done that? I don't know, but they are all definitely looking at his dick. He must have a very interesting penis. Either that or he's getting a blowjob behind Donny Wahlberg's head. Could be it. Maybe he's rubbing his dick on the back of Donny Wahlberg's head and Donny doesn't realise it. I don't think he'd do that to Donny, mate. No, true. He's Donny, tough. fuck him up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look. I, I feel it's worth... I mean, I, it was only said a minute ago, but I want to make it very clear at this point that Donnie is very, very <laughs> tough. Okay? Yeah. He's a tough guy. It's good to remember this. Yeah, I mean, he's a... <laughs> he's a tough fucking dude, man. Yeah, okay. You know, it's, it's got a, a little bit of uh, hip-hop feel to it in a weird way. Well, the, uh, I mean, obviously, boy band, you know, a lot of stuff is about the looks. They're, they're, they're very fashion conscious. They're wearing their clothes very deliberately in the way that, you know... Uh, the jacket with one shoulder off to look a little bit uh, casual. But then, who's the, the guy looking straight out? That's Jordan, right? Jordan. Well, you you don't was, know your new kids? I do not. Oh, no. God, I we're going have trouble here. Mate, I, I'm, I'm amazed that you could name them all without looking at a screen or a piece of paper. Well, we'll come to that. We'll come to why <laughs> in a moment. Yeah. But yeah, he's he's wearing his very crisp white shirt, buttoned right up to the top, looking very clean cut. Yeah. So yeah, they, they're kind of cover all bases and... Lots of different looks to, to hook everybody. Yeah, in. I mean, there were more stylists than there were band members in this yeah, show. true. Anyway, so, okay, before we start with the record, I'm going to ask you, do you have any prior relationship with this record? This record, not at all. Not, not at, all. at all. Don't remember it coming out. I bet you I was kind of aware of a single or two at the time, because I was watching the John yeah. Show, watching a couple of pops. Don't remember them. Okay, now. Uh, How about you, Dave? Well, uh, I kind of was a fan of the New Kids on the Block when they first came out. Okay. Around 1989, mm-hmm. the Hang and Tough record. I loved it. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, I had the album. Yeah. Uh, I, and I liked this. Uh, to be honest, what I liked was the big banging pop singles, right? They're kind of, because they had that vague hip hop kind of electro influence. Sure. They were big and banging, and I liked them. And I think I was quite impressed by Donnie Wahlberg, because, you know, tough! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> But, 
I think what it was for me when in 1989 I'd have been about 13 yeah and you know it was embryonic kind of had a bit of hip hop influence to it and I kind of liked it uh, there was something in it that I that I mm-hmm. liked and I think by the time this record came out I think yeah, I, mean, I was listening to NWA by the time this record sure, came out sure yeah so this was this was no longer so in, in, this, in a period of one year you'd already outgrown anything they were doing yeah, yeah. for sure but you know but, but I, was, I was aware I never had this record I've never heard the whole album no uh, I, I remember the singles coming out and I remember liking the singles mm-hmm. uh, as they came out and so that's my relationship with it fair enough that's why I know who all the members are because I paid quite an interest to them in big magazine and smash hits magazine I see yeah sure of which I was regular subscribers um, and yeah and I, I do remember Hanging Tough coming out mm. the single rather than the album and I remember thinking it was alright yeah mm. I probably sang along to it on the radio I had a poster on my wall mate yeah fair enough I mean, looking back, it's fucking ridiculous. As a, what the hell were they thinking in releasing a song called, called "Hanging Tough"? These, mm. yeah. But it was it was a catchy tune. So anyway, track one is called. Track one is the title track, step by step. Yep. Step by step, ooh baby, gonna get to you, girl. So we're straight in with Jordan Knight's appalling falsetto. Yeah. Right? And very much how you cope with this is a good barometer for how you're going to get on with most of the rest of this record. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I, I wasn't prepared for that whenever I just opened the, the album first listen. There's a lot of that in here. Oh my God, isn't there? Yeah. You know, this is like, uh, I, I, I don't know how, how best to put it. It's like an, an apologist's... Bee Gees revival. Yeah, but I, indeed, it's like someone went, well, what's the, the what, what was the good bit of the Bee Gees? Oh, it's the, the bit that everyone takes a piss out of. Let's do that for a lot and remove the tunes that they wrote. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I, I can't think of anyone else who was doing that at the time. They weren't you know, competing in a falsetto com- competition against other bands or anything. I'd, I would have gone to it though. No, that sounds good. Yeah, uh, but although uh, although Bruce Dickinson would have won, <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, you've got that. Music geeks, I know it's a full operatic, not a falsetto. <laughs> so fuck off, don't write to me. Don't at me, pricks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this was their biggest selling single of their career as well. Was it really? Yeah. So of of all the ones of Hanging Tough and the other you know, big big tunes, this is the one that did best for them worldwide. And I'm surprised at that because this sounds very silly to me. Mm. It doesn't sound. It's not a catchy tune. I don't think. I think it's. Uh, I I think it's catchy enough. Yeah. I think that. Uh, yeah. I think step by step. Yeah, that's good, man. That's good. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's a good refrain. But it's really. It's like disco in here. But look, we, yeah. But that's exactly it. There's a lot of orchestral synths in here. Yes. Uh, throughout the record, electro, very electro beats. Well, that is presumably something to do with uh, Morris Starr, who's the producer and, and writer of most of these yeah. songs, his well, background, yeah, yeah. Um, because he started in the late 70s yeah. uh, in bands with his, his, his brothers, uh, the, the Johnson brothers, mm-hmm. and then was in the Johnson crew, who were an electro-act from like 83. Fair enough. So, exactly. I, I imagine that's his preference for musical styles, just coming through and trying to tweak it for a pop market. Yeah, very much. And, you know, again, the, you know, there's influences of what's going on in, you know, obviously he produced uh, New Edition. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Don't Be Cruel by Bobby Brown, which came out like 88, 89, sure. uh, there's a lot of similarities between that and some of the production on here. The thing with New Edition is there were a lot of those kind of uh, like falsettos in there, or, but, but mainly right. because you got... They were well, kids, yeah, they? well, yeah, I was going to say, they're not really falsettos, they're just pre-voices pre, yeah. uh, breaking, yeah. you know, so you've got those high, high end in there. 
But the, the thing is, there was no one in New Kids on the Block with what you would describe as a pleasing voice, is there? No. In fact, there's a couple I would say really find it struggle to sing. Oh, yeah. There, there's some, some ones on here, and maybe it would be different if they recorded it today, they would have more of the auto-tune facilities. But sometimes I was thinking, that sounds out of tune to me. Oh, there is a lot of stuff that is significantly out of tune throughout this. Um, And I think... So for this record, Mm. uh, I think it's a perfectly decent chorus. It's uh, it's produced within an inch of its life. And I think we get into something that I've kept a note of throughout this record. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, uh, there are 14 babies in this song. Oh, wow. Wow, you've done a baby lyric kind of, have you? Yeah, for most of it. Okay. There are 14 babies. Right. There are 17 girls. Okay. And just for this one, I haven't kept this one a lot throughout, there are 17 oohs. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, we've got 17 oohs in here. I see. Okay. And for a a track that is how long? It's... Uh, It is four and a half minutes. Four and a half minutes. Okay, so that is... That's an impressive rate of babies and girls. Yeah, I would I, I would say so, man. I would say so. Let's, I mean, let's, just, let's just have a quick workout of what that is. So that's a baby every 0.3 of a minute. That's it, no. Yeah. Catholics. <laughs> <laughs> they are from fucking Boston. Right. Oh, I like this. It's okay. So, so yeah. That's going to be a good drinking game as well, presumably. You'd be my, shit-faced. I mean, I want to highlight my favourite bit of this song. Please. Right, right? Oh, well, okay. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna mentally write down in an envelope what you're about to say and I'm okay. gonna open it once you say it go for me it's the bit where where someone says step one we'll have lots of fun <laughs> yes and it sounds like he's having the least amount of fun possible can we, can we play yeah. that Who do doing the hoods? Let me blow your mind. Uh-huh. A voice that tough. Actually, Donny Walker. Oh, is it Donny Walker? Of course it is. Donny, mate. Scaring me. Fucking hell. So, okay, so that's the first track. Got anything yeah. else, Rad? Um, I just got made notes. The steps are my favourite thing. Um, also, it was covered by the Lemonheads the next year. Was it? Now? It was. But no, apart from that, I, I nothing else to say. I'm obviously wrong. This was their biggest selling single. Yeah. It must have been what people wanted to hear. So, so you're a thumbs down. I'm a thumbs down. Yeah, oh, I, think, I, I love this. I think uh, it's. Uh, or we're going to have to have two methods of thumbs up and thumbs down because that's one of the funniest ones. Oh yeah, and I laughed the entire way through. Oh yeah, you know it's awful. Yeah. I mean, don't give me. Oh mate, mm, fucking hell, no. man! It's you know. But there's, it's, there's, you know, we've you know we've we've given a massive thumbs up to <laughs> nothing compares to you. <laughs> it, it's it, not that. No, right, yeah, but yeah, this this but is nothing compares to it. This is. <laughs> This amused me the entire way through, so we, thumbs up for that for sure. Yeah. And there are thumbs down for very different reasons on other ones. But yeah, this is a shit song. Oh, for Christ, mate! Yeah, I mean, strap in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. God, this. Okay. This right, song. track two tonight. Tra- tonight. Well, at this, I was so surprised at this one. Oh, here we go with the Spanish guitar. Uh huh. Spanish fly. Bloody my lungs. And there's the Beatles. Yeah. Oh, I've 
Oh my god, you know what? I hadn't picked up on the beat. Oh my god, oh, oh, this, is, this is so Beatles time. <laughs> it, honestly, this is if someone just went, oh, let's just chuck a bit of Lennon in. So yeah, it does that for the uh, intro. And then it goes medieval. Again, the way that screams Beatles, it's like, what the hell are you thinking? But, but look, do you not like, think this song's got a massive like, medieval feel to it? Well, it's got a harpsichord in it. Yeah. It's got a fucking harpsichord in it. There's a loot at one point. Bizarre. I mean, it's not a real harpsichord, it's a synthesizer. Well, of course, right? The, uh, I mean, that, that's the other thing. I'm not sure there's a real instrument on this record. I would be entirely surprised. Oh, I would imagine, but I reckon someone plays the bass on it, and I think that's about it. Right. Maybe. So, the first bit, okay, they're referencing their own lyrics. Yeah, there's there's lots of titles of previous hits, right? Yeah, yeah. remember when we travel around with Meta, uh, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so that's meta as fuck, isn't it? Yeah, indeed, and very and self-referential. It's fun. I, I think there is one of the most telling lyrics and problematic lyrics mm-hmm. of all of them. We'll, and we'll you can cut this in in a second, but... Sure, yep. Because, remember when we travelled around the world... We met a lot of people <laughs> and girls. And girls. Yeah. Met a lot of people. Hi, people. You're all the humans. <laughs> and who are you over here? Ah, oh, you're the girls. Ah, oh, you're the girls. If you're a little cage, we look yeah. at your boobs. Ah, you haven't grown any yet because you're all 12. Yeah. But it's fine. We met a lot of the girls. I mean, I know that they didn't write their own lyrics. No. Right? Morris Starr wrote all these lyrics for them. Mm-hmm. But this is the first... The first uh, beat of what I would call the worrying pedo creep that exists throughout <laughs> this fucking entire record. Right. It is impossible to listen to this record without thinking this is a group of white guys from Boston travelling around the world, fucking girls that are underage. Right? That's sure. Yeah. yeah that's that's the vibe I get from this record. Yeah, that could have been the album cover. And this record is, is, is the song that is the most happy about it. it it's very upbeat yeah. about the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's loving the fact that they're able to do this. Yeah, yeah, this is this is an STD of a song. Right. Nice. But I quite nice. like it. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really catchy. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> exactly. Tonight. Actually, bizarrely catchy. I yeah. did. I, I find myself just going, oh. Yeah, it's all right. And they're like, come on, fellas, let's take it home. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, the I loved his bit as well in in the lyrics when they're talking about their female fans. Yeah. They're, oh, yeah, we love you girls, you're brilliant, you you know, this. you're why we do this, which is absolutely true, that and the money. And they talk about the girls sending them fan mail. Yeah. I bet you those letters would have, they would have to be burned. Oh, mate, absolutely. This is a, this reminds me though, yeah, I, this fucking creases me up, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just, just stepping outside of this. You know our friend Sean McLaughlin? Yes. Brilliant comedian Sean McLaughlin. Buy his album, it's out now. Yes, indeed, um, yeah. uh, he's amazing. But he's got to be in his recent stand up. Now, Sean McLaughlin has got the same name as one of the biggest YouTubers oh, out right. there. So basically, he keeps getting all of these. Um, like fan letters right. from teenage girls oh, who obvi- who are obviously feeling something oh, but can't quite articulate it <laughs> and he's very uncomfortable about the entire thing <laughs> like, this isn't even me yeah indeed yeah <laughs> I, think oh. Sean, I, think, I think Sean's like fucking smashing up hard drives with a hammer on a weekly basis <laughs> at the minute anyway, shout out to Sean anyway. oh brilliant so uh, uh, if you're interested no babies in this one not what really although some were probably created because oh, of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Only eight girls 
That's bizarre since it's all about the girls around the world. Okay. But it's a quite a short song and yeah. eight oohs, right? Eight, eight oohs, okay. But they're big oohs. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Nice. I, I, but I really like like the slow. I really like the kind of the, the tempo change when the beat kind of comes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I hate myself for it. Oh shit! Yeah. I will never admit this to anyone who sees me in the street. Yeah. I mean, I'll pretend this is an app. I, I, I want to remind you at this point. That's a microphone. <laughs> yeah. But we're uh, putting this out. Yeah. Right. I, I was listening to this a, a few times um, while setting up at my work. I was the only one in. Yeah. So I was like fuck it, I'm going to chuck this album on. So it's in the background. I'm getting a little sense of it. And this is the one I went, okay. Yeah, yeah that's all right. That's okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> so track three is called? Track three is called Baby I Believe In You. Okay. Uh-huh. Let's do that one. Lordy. Wow. Yeah. So we've got the porn iPhone. Yeah. Sounds like Regulate. Oh, it does actually. Nice. No, so I was thinking Barry White, but yeah, that's exactly where it is. Well, no, I've, I've look. This is the thing about this. Uh, you're expecting like an Isaac Hayes voice, or maybe a Barry White voice, mm, as sure. you say, to yeah, come yeah. in. But let's just listen to it for a second more. And instead of Barry White, we get someone who might well be called Barry, but is definitely very, very <laughs> white, right? Sure. And basically singing the police. Ah, yeah. right, yeah. It's just I see. That, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The lyrics are dreadful on this one. I mean, fair enough. I, you know, it's a pop song. No one's looking for hidden meanings or anything yeah. like that. But this is basic as fuck. Oh, the lyrics throughout this record are terrible. Oh, yeah. The uh, album yeah. are terrible. They are. Some of the tritest, shitest lyrics yeah, I've ever heard. The right? real rhyming dictionary bullshit. Yeah, I mean, for a song that's got the word baby in the title, only six babies throughout this. And three girls. Really? It's, it's over four and a half minutes, this one. That's yeah, plenty of time. I was like, okay, here's a porno groove. Yeah. And that just disappears and never returns. No, no. That, yeah, that's gone. Yeah, yeah. And then we're just into kind of simpering pop song, which is undoubtedly designed to see... Which ones take and which ones get crooned at the girl in the front row in the in the arena show? Exactly. But yeah, and w- which ones get played for the slow dance in the high school yeah. prom? You know, all of, all of these songs, they, they're, they're wish fulfillment songs. Yeah. Like, fantasy like, projection. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. You know? I reckon there was quite a few really dreadful mixtapes made in 1990 that, that boys gave to girls in high school that had this song on it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This I is... that, that was one of the ones they were like, yeah, this is, this is one of their deeper, slower ones. You, you might not have heard it. It's on the album. Okay. It's terrible. It's awful. However. Right. Oh, however. 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 We've got however. At two minutes 40. Okay. I don't think I've got this. Let's, let's just get a lead in here. Solo. An absolute banger of a sound right. solo. I'll tell you what we're going to do at some point. <laughs> yeah. At some point, we are going to do a super cover <laughs> of all of these fucking sax solos. I swear to God, every to. album, with the exception of Connor, fair enough, and Pavarotti maybe, has got a fucking sax solo. Yeah. And, you know, that's the reason we're not interested in the Pavarotti record. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Come on, up your game, Pav. <laughs> up your whole Pav. <laughs> 
Yeah, I was so that was the thing. I, I was very much just thinking, well, this is a shit song, dreadful. What's the point? <laughs> and then there came that song. And then there's that, this big sax coming. Kind of, Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, new kids. I, I doubted you for one second. I, I would say redemption song in a thick Jamaican accent, but that would be so inappropriate. Yeah, you couldn't do that, mate. Absolutely. No, you should never do that. Absolutely. No. Now, if we were in the first act of a movie, that would be what we would be calling foreshadowing. Mm. Hold that thought, listeners. We're coming back with some meta shit. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, that's track three, and I'm, I'm absolutely thumbs down on that. That's a dreadful, oh, dreadful God, song. Oh, God, no, that's, that's yeah. a, yeah, that's the kind of song you drown yourself to, to prevent yourself from hearing it. Yeah, that's on the, that's on the so like you wouldn't want to come up for air, because in case you can still <laughs> hear oh, some of it. Still going. Uh, fine. Yeah, uh, so how, how long is it? Uh, four and a half minutes. Yeah, I couldn't hold my breath that long, I'd die. Okay, so track four. Four. Track four. Call Ooh. it what you want. Oh, was this the uh, Credits of the Nation song? <laughs> Indeed, I was like, Ooh. Oh no, damn it. Right. Call it what you want. Here we are. Funky bass. Yep, that is funky bass. <laughs> Take it for a walk, Winston. <laughs> There's a bit, what, you know right. that little piano break that's coming out of it? Not the house piano. The, 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 ding, 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 ding. Right. I can tell you've oh. been watching me. Girl, I've been watching you too. Oh, God, I mean, I've just written big letters here. Simpering. Oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's, there's a two minutes. It's uh, Mark and Mark and Funky Bunch. Oh, is it? It, it really will. Yeah? I think so. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, I see. Maybe it is that. See, I, and you're going to hate me for this, there's bits of this. Oh, mate. Don't say it. There's bits of this. Oh, no. Don't, no, no, no. The backing track, Are we? I think, sounds a little bit like 80s Prince. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I do. I mean, of course, there's bits that sound a bit like it. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that sounds like Prince, right? Yeah. But... But there's a big reason why Prince is good and this stuff isn't. Oh, of, of course. Like, you know, you know. I mean, come on, man. There's a lot of stuff that sounds like Nirvana, but isn't. No. Yeah, very true. You know, yeah. I mean, okay, but maybe I'll put it this way. This sounds to me like they're trying to be Prince. Yeah, and that's and that's fine. My, uh, I, I don't have much to say about this. This is one of the first pieces. There's a big Donny Wahlberg vocal on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's clear evidence that Donny Wahlberg cannot sing, right? No. No, 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 no. He is not the worst singer in New Kids on the Block. <laughs> <laughs> he is not the worst singer in New Kids on the Block. Right. However, he is bad. He's two or five, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But he makes up for it by being incredibly tough. <laughs> yeah. have, we, have we mentioned that so far? Uh, not enough, frankly, no. He's, you can call it what you want, baby. The thing is, look, you can call it what you want, baby. I'm just going to call it love, right? Yeah. Having listened to the last few songs of this, right, and some of their, and the rest of the record, mm-hmm. I'm not convinced that there's not much that they wouldn't call love. Oh, mate, they're, they're calling a lot of potentially illegal activities yeah. love. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, just, just dry your eyes. We're going to call that love. Yeah. Oh, this is it. I... I pictured uh, a load of the groupies and the girls around the world that they'd met on tour. Yeah. Going, I thought it was love. Yeah, he told me it was. Yeah, yeah. I uh, knew it. What I'm calling it now, though, is exploitation. <laughs> yeah. And the, the morning after pill. Uh, 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 and 
statutory. <laughs> yeah, indeed. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, yeah, so basically, uh, there are six babies in this song and seven six, girls. Six babies, seven girls, okay. Okay. That's good. Um, and my favourite part of this record mm-hmm. is uh, they do a call and response, right? Uh-huh. In this song. It's like, okay, you sing, right? But what they do, and this is a strange choice for me, mm-hmm. is they don't do the response on the record. So it's like, I say this, and then you sing, but they just leave it blank, right? Which is obviously what you do live. Yeah, of course. But if you do it on a record, it's like you've just tumbleweeded yourself. That's true, yeah. You do. But now listen, it's like, it goes, you sing, and it's like, eh, and then it's just fucking silence. There you go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, do you know what I mean? That's, that a, that's, a, that's a weird choice, isn't it? That is it? ridiculous. Obviously do it live, but... Yeah, sure. No, no, no that's, that's very strange. Um, did you listen at all to the remix of this? Uh, the CNC Music Factory, the, or the Clavillas and I, I, remix? I, I did not, Chris. You have you have gone on a deep dive oh, on this Oh, mate. One. Yeah, no, this is fantastic. I mean, I, I listened... They did a, a reunion tour with uh, Battery Boys. Yes, yeah, yeah. I listened to some of that shit. Oh, really? Oh, that was fun. Oh, God, I didn't, oh, I didn't dive into that bad. one. Well, what is very obvious is that the Backstreet Boys are much better singers than the new kids on the block. Oh, is that right? Oh, my fucking God, is that right? I'm surprised uh, they did it. I mean... Oh, okay, yeah. that sounds cringeworthy. Uh, but the, yes, they call it by the C&C Pump It mix, I think it is, is on is on their... They did a full remix album. And you've seen the film CB4. Yeah. Yeah. The bit in that... Uh, where Wacky D and Sunshine comes on and it's the MC Hammer Strokes yeah. CNC Music Factory yeah. piss take yeah. and it's brilliant I got sun I got shine move back hardcore cause I'm going for mine did I mention before that I can dance I'm Wacky well, I mentioned before that I can dance hold on yeah. the, the rap that I'm not sure which of the CNC's does on this remix at the start is so like it, it, it it's much more dance friendly doing a lot of this this shit. Call it what you want, but I call it love. Fits like a glove, don't shove. Back and forth and forth and back. Get into the track. Feel the groove and move back. Into position, cause I'm coming straight for your heart. Feel the vibe, then start. Cause I want you and I know that you want me, so let's get busy. I mean, look. look. For me, the tragedy of that is they've brought in someone outside uh-huh. to do a rap when you've got two of the fiercest MCs in the game. <laughs> Already in the crew, right? We got right, Donnie, yeah. and we got we got Donnie W, we got Danny W. We're going to hear from them later, and I think we're going to understand yeah. why that was unnecessary. Yeah, no, fair enough. I love that though. I think that's class. That's fucking Absolute bad, class. Man. It's so so bad. Made me very happy. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. So we're a third of the way through. There's twelve songs in this album. We're four tracks in. What's your what's your initial gut response? <sighs> right. Okay. Um, it's. I mean, I'm at this point. I am already viewing this as a comedy album. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is no way not to. This is. I was listening to this. Uh, I've laughed really hard at Step by Step and at Tonight. Even though I kind mm-hmm. of like both mm-hmm. of those, I've understood that we're getting into into the the ballads, which yeah, you know, we are. Well. And I'm like, okay, we're going. This is going to have to be what it is. But you know, my main worry at this point of the record. Is that I've had all of the laughs that there are to come, and there isn't going to be anything as funny. No, oh, well, that would be tragic. Yeah, I hope that doesn't happen. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> ah, 
Make sure you listen towards the end of this podcast. Yeah, my Christ. Um, it seems like a perfectly serviceable pop album. I do not have a, a barometer for this sort yeah. of shit. I don't know, man. It feels like the pinnacle of late 80s American mall culture. Yeah. That's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like, you know, I can I can see the kind of the stonewash jeans and the big hair mm-hmm. and the massive sodas mm-hmm. and all of that shit. I can, and I can remember being a kid and being like, I really want to, I really wish I lived oh, in America. Yeah, it looks part. so fucking cool. Yeah. No, you know, in retrospect, I don't think it would have worked out well for me. No. I don't think I'd have been one of the cool kids. No, no, that's true. I've seen American movies where that... The other flip side of that coin. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, right. So, yeah, so so far, so, uh, I mean, it's awful. Yeah, oh, it's terrible. It's irredeemably bad. Yeah. But, but it, it also, I am having fun. It, it, this is the thing. I am actually enjoying being a dick about this record. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's the thing, right? I think... I would imagine there are people that like this podcast. I mean, I've tr- I don't imagine there's anyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. But if, if people really want this podcast, I'm going to imagine some people like it because we come up with some facts about things. Mm-hmm. But I imagine most people like it because we fucking slate stuff. And, I mean, this is a very yeah. slateable record. It is. And that's not their fault. They were, it, it was, you know, zeitgeist. It was absolutely of its time. It's That's what pop was in 1990. Yeah, so but no, 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 no. no. This isn't the, the this is the vanguard. This is the tastemaker. This okay. is the pop music taste. But fair enough, it's doing, you know, stealing bits from everything else. Obviously, you can feel, you know, you can feel hip-hop rising. Yes. Right? And, you know, Donnie Wahlberg can definitely feel hip-hop rising. <laughs> yeah. Right? Through eye Don- himself. Donnie Wahlberg wishes he was in a hip-hop group more than anything else yeah. in this world. Yeah. And he is not. He is in New Kids on the Block. But he will do his fucking best. Yeah. And, you know, get me wrong, it's worked out financially for him very, very well. Hasn't it? He's ended up in the Saw franchise. Oh, has he? Yeah, he's in Saw movies. Uh, he's, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, he is an actor. He's on, like, one, not CSI, but one of those yeah. cop shows and shit, isn't he? Ah, he's, I mean, who cares? But, yeah. Yeah. But, no, financially, Christ almighty, this was, uh, in the, the year after this came out, New Kids were named the highest paid entertainers yeah. uh, in the world, above Madonna Prince Michael Jackson. Yeah, this was huge. Yeah, that was, yeah. If they had any sense, they never had to work another day in their life. No, and I bet they. I bet none of them had any sense. About half of them That's lost their real money, which is why they're touring again now. Let's take a break from the record for a second. Yes. Okay. So we'll come out of New Kids for a little bit just to see what else was going on album-wise in this period. And like I say, uh, Pavarotti mm-hmm. was number one for four weeks. New Kids were, was number Cost one. Cost a big shout that record, doesn't it? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> New Kids was number one for one week, so we've got a five-week period uh, to see what sort of albums were out. The top ten albums is, to be honest, the same as we've seen very, very recently. I, I'm, I've got to say, right, let's take like, a second here. We're episode seven now. Yep. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I'm really surprised by how slowly the charts move. Across the al- a, album charts. Across a year, man. It's oh, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's the same old shit being peddled, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It's, you know, the same five massive albums. Every so often you get one best of pop in and mm. fuck off again two weeks later. But yeah, it's crazy. Mm. Absolutely. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, this week, number 10 is the Talk Talk's best of. That was mm-hmm. in there last time. UB40's Labour Love. We've seen this many times. Mm-hmm. Jason Donovan's Between the Lines. Pretty sure we saw that before. Yeah. Big Country. Done that before. Carpenters, we did the podcast on that. Phil Collins, but seriously, did that. New one, Bangles Greatest Hits. Oh, so fair enough. 
Uh, and then Soul to Soul Volume Two. That was last week. Mm-hmm. And Beach Boys Best of Summer Dreams. So it's it's yeah. pretty fucking a lot of best ofs as well. Yeah. Summer. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but then other albums that came out in this period of time. These ones, I must admit, I don't know a lot of them, but I'm aware that they were probably quite influential. The Manic Street Preachers released their first EP, the New Art Riot EP. Okay. And I know, I remember from reading in the NMA and stuff, that was a big deal. Okay. Uh, they were they were a new thing that people were like, shit, this is brilliant. Yeah, I, I was not looking in that direction at no. all at this point. No, me neither. And I remember when the first album came out, I think I heard one of the singles off it and went, it's in for me. Yeah. Didn't like it. It was a bit too... Trying too hard. Okay. Uh, so I wasn't that fussed. Suicidal Tendencies released an album, Lights, Camera, Revolution. Wow, that's a great record. So that was uh, the middle of 1990. Two Live Crews Band in the USA okay. was out. Boogie Down Productions Edutainment. Mm-hmm. So, so a couple of big ish hip hop albums out. Yeah. Mother Love Bones Apple, which I don't know at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that. I think it's, is that on EP? Oh, maybe it is. Let's have a look. It could well be, uh, but I, I wasn't aware of them at the time at all. Oh, God, no. I wasn't aware of Mother Love Bone until, like, uh, Temple of the Dog and the Tribute track. Yeah, really precisely. And again, you know, you've got to remember, that Mother Love, Love Bone album, it wasn't really available. I, I yeah. got it when I went to America in, like, 1992, 1993. Yeah. That's the first time I could buy it in a record That's store. That's true, actually. wouldn't have made it over here, really. It's a studio album. Oh, it's got a lot of the big songs. This is Shangri-La, Star Dog Champion, uh, Holy Roller, Bone China. Oh, I see. No, that's the big record. Oh, right. I oh, it's, the only, it's the only full-length album by American alternative band Mother Love Mine. Yeah, it's, oh, the, it's the only record. Did they repackage and do yeah, like the best of? I think the... they must have done. I, I see. Think. I think it was just called Mother Love Mine, Mother Love Mine, um, which right. was the, the, the compilation record, which is the thing that most people had. Sure. Uh, which is certainly what I had. That, that makes more sense then. Deicide's self-titled album. Come on. Yep. A little bit of death metal. Biohazard's self-titled album. That's, like, that's, that, that, that's not a great record. I think I've never it heard it. It's Maze Records, isn't it? It's that one. I couldn't tell you. I, I don't yeah. have heard it. Um, I mean, I've heard it. Yeah, that's yeah. that's enough. The only one that I saw that stood out to me, though, is Sonic Youth's Goo. Okay. I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I loved that at the time because friends of mine were into Sonic Youth. From the previous album, I was absolutely not. It was yeah. a bit too fucking art wank for me. Yeah. But Goo had the hooks and had the riffs on it for me. Sure. And it had Chuck D on Cool Thing. Yes, it did. Yes, So it that's did. the one that kind of got me in. Okay, so, you know, I mean, that's uh, uh, interesting, though, isn't it? It's like in 1990, that's what you've got coming out. You've mm-hmm. got metalised hardcore out of New York. Yep. You've got really kind of art-rocky kind of uh, stuff you're coming out of. Uh, coming out of Sonic Youth, yep. you've got KRS One and, um, and, and BDP coming out, Two Live Crew, the Miami Bass. You've yep. got all of these really interesting things happening around the world, but you've got New Kids on the Block at number one. Number one, exactly. And selling have... more than anybody else. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, but that's the thing. That's that. The people that's who buys records is. And the interesting fun. thing is, this New Kids on the Block record, had they been the same, you know, had they come out five years later. After, or, you know, kind of hip-hop was far more uh, ubiquitous mm-hmm. in pop music. Yeah. These records would probably stand out so much better now. That's possible. I mean, they did release an album in 1994, but I don't think it's on a list, so I'm not going to listen to it. I mean, I might now. <laughs> Just to see. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I bet you as well, I guarantee you what will have happened is... Because uh, I know on this album, apparently, uh, the, the members of the band were trying to get more influence on writing and direction yeah and I bet you by 94 they've done a fuckload more of that so it'll be absolutely what they want to do and it'll yeah. be shit awful 
Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that's oh, the okay. case. That'll be interesting. I hope Donnie's got more raps on it. Anyway, come on. Right, okay, let's get let's back, get back into the record. Track number five. No, track number five is Let's Try It Again. Okay. Which was a single. Was it? Yes, it was the third single. I have very few notes on this song. It was, uh, it was the third single released as a double A side with their cover of Didn't I Blow Your Mind. Uh, so it, I mean, they have blown my mind throughout well, so far. And they will continue to do, man. But there, let's play a bit of this. This is another song. I've just written another terrible BG song. Yep. Yeah, I've I've also written bad BG's pastiche in yeah. my notes of this. Yeah, I mean, look, it sounds like a parody. No babies or girls in it either. Disappointing. Yeah. I mean, look, we, we said before this podcast we don't need to spend a lot of time on songs that are just dreadful, yeah. you know, dreadful uh, ballads. This is a dreadful ballad. It's awful. It's, it's, it's awful. Really fucking dreadful. And that's got some really flat notes on it as well. That's exactly yeah. This is it. You know, who's that singing at that point? Ooh, I mean, because it comes in with a falsetto, which is, is that Joey? Uh, well, the, the full setters are either Joey or Jordan. Oh, really? They both did it? Okay. Yeah. The main vocals on this are, yes, that's Danny Wood. That's Danny. Yeah. Right, okay. And Danny is the worst singer. <laughs> we, am, we find the worst. I am amazed they let him have a single. He's not hitting any of these notes. Shocking. But then it comes in with the falsetto and whoever that is. And that's painful. Christ Shocking. Some YouTube seems to reveal that, that Danny is the one that could break dance. I see. And I think okay, right. I, I think that that's what's earned him his place. I bet you this was fucking huge when they played it live. You know, I bet you this was a real lighters in the air. Yeah, I think so. Weeping girls in the, the audience. That sort of shit. Oh, yes, he is. He's doing some moves. He's, he's, quite, he's quite a good break dancer. Which, uh, you know... Okay. Which, you know, is that on the reunion tour? Is that at yeah, the time? Yeah, he looks like he can still do it. Bloody, look, oh, that's all right, mate. He's doing the crab there. Look. That's I mean, actually good. Oh, this is really good for radio. This yeah, is, true. This is, basically, <laughs> this is basically me and Krista watching Danny Woods break dancing in an Adidas tracksuit <laughs> on. Oh, there we go, it's in the turtle uh, on my mobile phone. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, high quality it's like radio. A, a reaction them. video without a video. No, no one would think that we've uh, never had any classical training. <laughs> I'm going to say move on from that yep. side again. Fucking track six. Crap. Uh, track six. No. Happy birthday. Yeah. <sighs> Was that a xylophone? Mmm. The block and spiel. Happy birthday to you. This is your day. Yep. Now, two factors, right? Yes. Two things that they should know. Okay. One, happy birthday is already a song. <laughs> but... They should have known that. It's quite successful. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Two, Earth Angel is also already a song. As in the Back to the Future soundtrack. Earth Angel, oh, Earth Christ. Angel. Oh, yes. Would you be mine? Now, let's have a listen to wow. that again. Wow, right. Should have a little listen to Earth Angel. I'll see if I can find it. Will you be mine, my darling dear? Love you 
This is yeah. the sound. Look, what I've written here, this is like bad doo-wop karaoke. Sure. Right? And then Jordan Knight's screeching falsetto came in and really upset my dog. <laughs> really upset my dog. Oh, poor dog. Yeah. Waffles was not a fan of this. He was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> he's, a, he's a corgi. He's got big ears. He didn't need to hear it. Are, are you by any chance talking about this bit here? Why? Amazing. Why would you allow that? Absolutely incredible. I mean, you've got a button there that stops that happening. Why don't you press it? <laughs> Are you talking about the trap door in the studio? Yeah. Just shoots just, him up the Yeah, street. just know there's a button that sends in the, the fucking armed response team. <laughs> He's got a gun! <laughs> oh, no, this is, this is hilarious, this yeah. fucking song. And there is something, va- again, vaguely pedo about this whole song. Yep. Dodgy lyrics, I've yeah. said. Now... What are this to me, like these lyrics and everything what they say, you know, like when one of your female friends like will share on Facebook, this complete stranger has just DM'd me this. Uh huh, sure. It, the whole song is, is like those lyrics. <laughs> it's like, hey, babes, your birthday, don't worry, age ain't nothing but a number. Yeah. How did that work out for you, R. Kelly? Right? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Don't you stop having fun? Don't, oh. Yeah, don't, don't stop having, don't stop having fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry you can't see what Dave's doing yeah, right now. It's right? most of the way in. You stop. Carry on having fun. We're having fun. Call it love. <laughs> call it what you want. I'll call it love. In court. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's no good. No, um, and I think even for a band who released an entire album of Christmas songs to cash in on Christmas, yeah. this is shameless oh, money-grabbing. Yeah. Trying to trying to get in on on every single of uh, birthday play on, on I mean, radio or whatever. I mean, do you think that the, uh, every show they were like, "So whose birthday is it?" Of course, someone came up on stage. They fucking wanked this at them. Yeah. Also, though, disappointingly, no babies, no girls. Not one. Not a single one. Well, that is disappointing. Uh, quite a few oohs, though. I don't quite know. a few oohs. I've given up yeah. counting oohs at this point because if they're not transcribed, you have to listen to the whole song and I'll write them down. And fuck that, man. I do. I've made a note, and I can't remember it, but I've made a note that the ending of this is spectacularly bad. So I'm going to play the ending. What note is that? Z. <laughs> Dreadful, dreadful shit. This is your biggest selling record. Mm. So bad. bad, and bad, rem- bad. Reminds me as well, the, the Earth Angel definitely sounds up. Reminds me of The Simpsons when they did Happy Birthday Lisa, you know, the Michael Jackson penned one. Uh, I've kind of, uh, it's, been a, it's, uh, it's been a long time. Is it Happy right. Birthday Lisa, Lisa, it's your birthday? Right, okay. You know, it's that sort of shit. Okay. It reminds me of that. I say move on. Oh, I absolutely say move on. <laughs> Okay, so we are now up to track seven. Track seven, absolutely. This is called Games. This is another single. Uh, yeah, this was a single, but not till the next year, not till 1991. Okay. But it was the, the, the last single off this album, I think. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. Somebody said somebody. Like 
Now this record really thinks it's Morris Day and the Time, doesn't it? Oh, I hadn't even thought. Yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Wow. Uh huh. I mean, it's even got that. Ooh, because I, I was trying to think, is that like an army chant or something? Is that what they do when they're on patrol? I'm not sure what the uh, like the but, yeah. thing is. But it's, I mean, it's it, it's obviously seems to be some kind of common, mm, common it's a fair, fair yeah. use kind of thing. But um, yeah, it thinks it's Morris Day and the Time. Lyrically, this song it seems to be the one that's like, okay, well, you all said we weren't going to make it. So it's basically it's Alan Partridge. Needless to say, I had the last laugh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yes. That's exactly. That's exactly what it is. Now, tellingly, most of the songs exclusively have Morris Starr as the writing credit throughout. Yes. Yeah. There are a couple that have some of his, like one of the Johnsons, one of his old writing partners, okay, and a sure. couple that have. A, this is, I think, the only one that has a member of the band as a writing credit. I thought it. Okay. And do we know who it is? I'll have a guess. Yeah. It's it's gonna be Donny. Uh, unless using by his full name, uh, Tough Donny Walker. Tough, tough Donny Walker, right? Yeah. Okay. And right. we are we're gonna we're gonna find out why very soon. So mm. this is the album version. Of this there is a single version, which is actually markedly different. So far, we've got this uh, kind of quite percussion heavy, uh, you know, very crisp kind of funk bass. Got you know interesting things going on production wise. It's not one of their simpering ballads. It's no, got some life yeah, about yeah, it. there's actually some balls here. And yeah, and so, lyrically, like you say, it's kind of a shout out to the haters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, yeah you thought we couldn't do this, but here we are still doing still, it. Still, yeah, exactly. And uh, fair enough, because they were formed sort of seven years before this. Yeah. So they do. Well, have, 84, I think. They yeah. Formed, so six, so six years, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they've got a longevity. They're only making it big in the last couple of albums, but they, obviously, because it's pop, people were going, oh, they'll flash in the pan. Uh, they, yeah. they'll, they'll never stay around. Uh, but this is them acting fucking hard and going well, yeah, I mean, whatever I mean they've certainly proved that they've got the musical goods haven't they well, quite so my far, god yeah. timeless mate but yes shall we play a little bit of the second half of this song okay so it carries on like this somebody said somebody was on the front you're the front somebody's still talking junk someone's still talking junk I hate that I'll say quite a little bit though no they don't not that bit. Nah, yeah, it's very high. I know, build right up. Now, right, that lyric, right, no matter what you think, we really care, right? Yeah. Now, there is nothing, nothing that makes you think that someone doesn't actually care any more than, no matter what you think, I really care. That is... <laughs> Trumpism, right? That's right. like it's like, mate. I know you don't give a fuck, right? You yeah. have left fucking twelve-year-olds pregnant across the planet. You don't give a fuck, right? You don't care, right? No one, none of you people care. We know you don't care, yeah, right? You don't care. You just no. want to say girl and baby a lot. That's what you want to do. So it does that uh, into the, the chorus games. Plodding along, yeah. But yeah, let's skip. Two. Hang on a minute, people keep doing what? I, I believe he said, Dave, that yeah. people keep fronting on the Bean Town Posse. The Bean Town Posse? The Bean Town Posse. Oh, that's that's these guys, is it? I'm guessing. They're a posse. Uh, yeah, from Bean Town. Bean Town? Yeah. Boston. Boston. Ah. You know, Bean Town. So they're like a, a, a tough rap click, are they? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, okay. Have you not seen them, man? I mean, you'd presume that if they were some kind of tough rap click, they'd back it up with some kind of rhyme. 
Well, we'll only have to wait and find out. If you're listening to this podcast now, turn this off for a second, fire up Spotify and listen to the rap in this song because it is fucking wonderful. Oh, it's special. It's, it's, it is. Uh, I mean, it is. I, 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 I don't have the words to express <laughs> quite how bad it is. Yeah. What what was he thinking? I'm, oh, well, he, he was thinking, I'm a rapper. I'm going to lay down some fucking truth right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to do it in the hardest manner I can. Yeah. I'd better let these... Yeah, 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 guys. We we do the ballads. But mm. just so you know, I'm, you know, those guys are like the Swiss Army knife. And while they're getting stones out of horses' feet, I'm here with a razor. <laughs> I'm bringing the cuts. I'm going to slice your bitch. Fucking beautiful. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Tough Donnie Bubble. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this the one where he spells his name out letter by letter oh, as well? No, is it? Let's have a look at the letters, it, it's, it's like, this is the D to the O to the N to the M to the I to the E. And then he spells Wahlberg as well. Oh, fucking hell. Is, or is that in... Because that might be in the rap on the single version. Oh, maybe it is. Oh, actually, it might be. Because that is special. Uh, but I mean, look, man, uh, what, what have we got here? Um, yeah, p- people keep fronting on the Greentown. I, I, I feel like, I mean, we've mentioned that already, but let's mention it again because yeah. it's hilarious. It is brilliant. But it's time to step up to the stand because we ain't going out like that. Back, huh, stronger than ever. Did you think we'd sever? I don't know what that means. <laughs> Never, we're too clever to be taken down, clown, by your ignorant state of mind. I ain't blind, but every time I look at you, I find you this in a mission that's strictly righteous righteous uh, we gotta fight this so now I think I might just take a stand man like never before and I'm sure that we'll endure so now it's time to even the score I hear you knocking me you ain't shocking me because jealousy is telling me you're just jocking me absolutely astounding amazing so keep on talking ski oh uh, spelt S-K-E-E yeah not like skiing no no like, okay. like what is that like that ski ball thing is that- ski ball's the only thing I know about but hey we're not for okay. Bean Town. No, we don't know. Maybe in maybe in Bean Town. But with pride, I'm walking. See, because on anybody's block is where I'm gonna be rocking. G. <laughs> G. G. Yeah. G. He's talking to his G's. <laughs> this is for the G's. Presumably the ones about happy birthday for the hustlers. <laughs> what the fuck? Look, man. I'm sure that growing up in Boston, right, mm. is. A diff, you know, I'm, I'm sure Donnie Wahlberg is a far tougher man than I am, right? Oh, I wouldn't fight but, him. But fuck me, right? When you're stood there, surrounded by these people, and you are, and your point of view is, I'm the toughest one in this group of fairies, right? <laughs> and I don't mean that in any kind of homophobic way. I mean, at times, these guys were literally wearing white dresses, <laughs> right? Like, literally. It's like, you know, mate, your friend has got a vocal range that is up there with a castrato. Like, mm. you know I mean, this is eunuch over here and what you're <laughs> over here in a fucking hoodie, right? Yeah. Oh my God. And you, you messaged me last night oh, uh, yeah, and you yeah, said, yeah. you must watch the video to this, right? And I, norm- I, I normally stay away from the video so you can mm-hmm. talk about it, but sure. I, I could not. No, I, 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 I needed you to see that. Uh, and I mean, like the video starts, right? 
and he does a kind of the intro to it and the rest of the video he's walking purposefully through town like a man on a mission mm-hmm. he's yep. got I mean he's dressed like a very hip hop homeless man he's wearing multiple layers yep. he's got his hood up like he's like a pugilist heading for the ring yeah right uh, he's, you know he's got his big fucking white fly trainers on with the tongues pulled he's out a massive Malcolm X back yes a Malcolm I mean Christ almighty yeah. right? now let's remember that Morris Starr is black right sure why didn't he say <laughs> Look, man, the reason we've done this is because the black thing didn't work. <laughs> Donnie, 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 come here. Right? Donnie, okay, okay, right. I'm going to talk to you, Donnie. I'm going to talk to you now. I'm going to lay it out like this. No, Donnie, you're a tough guy. Mm. We all know it. Mm. We know you're tough, Donnie. Thanks. Okay, but Donnie, I'm going to have to break this to you. You're also white. No, no. Donnie, you're not a black man. No, no, what? No. I, I know you sent me the letter that you said that Colour is just a state of mind. Mm. <laughs> but it's also pigmentation, Donnie, <laughs> and heritage. And what you're doing here, whilst I appreciate you fighting our fight, not for you, Donnie. Yeah, yeah. People are going to look badly back on this and they're not going to view you well. People in a bedroom, <laughs> white middle-aged men, yeah. are going to criticise you on a podcast. If only he'd known. And while we're at it, what the fuck is going on with your ponytail? <laughs> Did you see that ponytail, Krista? Did you see the ponytail? It's, it's all glorious. It's fucking wonderful, isn't it? The whole thing is is something that I could not have dreamed possible. I'll be honest with you. I feel like uh, there have been times over the last few weeks where I have questioned why we're doing this podcast. Sure. As yeah. I've been sat there listening to some of these records, I've been going, oh, maybe we could have just done something about films that we like. Yeah. Or, you know, but to be honest with you, this is like crystallised for me. The, the, this was one of the best moments of my year. <laughs> the video for this. And yeah. do everyone watch the video yeah. for this. And I thought this was as good as this record was going to get. Wow. Uh, the, again, this one, the video for it is a video for a remix version. So it's yep. uh, Clivillis and Cole again have remixed it. More dance floor friendly. Uh, more upbeat. It's better. It's better. It yeah. actually is. Let's play a bit of the the remix because that was the album version that we just did. Probably didn't say it on the, um, the video. The brackets remix name for this is not a good idea. Oh, what's it called? It's it's games brackets the kids get hard mix. Hell, is it? Yeah, it is. It's that's what it's called. Okay. Look. <laughs> right. Let's just end this now. Let's calm it any better. This is fuck. Oh, the kids get hard remix. The kids get hard mix. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. my god. They, and again, that must have gone through a couple of different people at a record company, and they've all gone fine. Yeah. Don't see any issues. The no kids problem. Get so, so, so this is the remix that, uh, that dude please God watch the video for this and this is the version you'll hear on there positivity is not about being soft it's about being smart you sucker oh you sucker amazing oh. absolutely brilliant we're gonna send this one out to all those non-believers out there who are trying to put us down and keep us down for the past five years I'm gonna tell you what and also, uh, the CNC have used a load of classic hip hop breaks in this mix as well. We've got um, we've got Funky Drummer, we've got uh, Cool of the Gang's NT, yeah. Bob James Tick with the Mardi Gras, all real yeah. big breaks. 
uh, a little bit of LL Cool J, I'm that type of guy. And so, that poison break as well, you said as well. Yep, yeah, uh, the stab. Uh, but, so, and, you know, and again, in the in the middle of it, it's doing the same sort of stuff. But you got that. Yep, that works. It's yep. alright, I like that. But yeah, let's find. Donnie does a different rap in this one. I don't know if I can take it, Krista. Mate, you're gonna have to. Oh, let's start the kettle. No more games, boy. So what you say? Beat the deepness, cause Donnie ain't playing. Witness the quickness as I kick this. I'm on a mission, so listen as I dismiss all this negativity by taking a stand. Cause we're five bad brothers from the Beantown land. No, no, no. Okay, right, okay. Now, technically two of them are brothers. Okay. Right? You give them that. Okay. <laughs> but that's not what he's saying. No. Some of them are definitely bad. Yeah. Let me go back to this. <laughs> Donnie. Mm. It's been a year since we released a single. Now, you know we had the conversation. Mm-mm. What was your take-home message from that? That I need to try harder to, to, to be a black man. Ah... See, I think you've taken the wrong message away from it. Oh. What I was saying is that that you're not a black man. Oh. You will never be a black man. But if I if I rap more and better. Donnie, no. Oh. And we've got to talk about what you've done here. <laughs> you can't go out on the street like that. <laughs> Even though it is 1990, it is still unacceptable for you to black up. <laughs> uh, he never listened. I mean, look, right? I was fairly sure. I'd start to make notes on this, right? Mm-hmm. And I had said, if you wanted to talk to someone about why cultural appropriation is a bad thing, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. this is a song you would use, right? Yeah, of course, it couldn't be yeah. any more plain. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And I thought that would be, uh, I thought that would be something that would stand in my mind for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. As it turned out, well, not so much. Maybe. maybe anyway, okay. right. So that was okay. But what I'm gonna tell you, mm-hmm. I kind of love it. <laughs> yeah. Not for the reasons they intended. No. I have not taken the same message that I mean, as a writer. Yeah. I am sure that it's not what Donnie intended. Sure. But let's not forget that the creators of Viagra intended it to be a heart medication. I see. Okay. Well, yeah. You, uh-huh. you know, and yet the side effects are much the same. Whereas. They wanted it to increase the the vascularity of the mm-hmm. of the venules to give more blood to the heart. Yeah. And Donny wanted me to think that he was hardened from the street. Yes. Both of the side effects were that I just got an erection. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh Jesus. Both of those Christ. things. <laughs> you dickhead. <laughs> Can't believe you said that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, that's a highlight for me. Do you reckon he writes all of his uh, all of his Christmas cards with a spray can? <laughs> yeah. I reckon he signs off peace on everything. Look, man, I just want you to know that I'm really straight. <laughs> uh, so good. Oh, fucking so hell, good. Man. Yeah. No. I, we... Imagine, imagine your masculinity being that toxic, <laughs> as opposed to your masculinity, which is just <laughs> septic. <laughs> And by masculinity, I mean penis. Yeah. Yeah, 
Oh, brilliant. Okay, well, well, that was track seven, so let's do one more of the New Kids ones yeah. for the time being. Next one is Time is on Our Side. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, so, okay, let's play this. Bit of an Elton John opener, Carpenters-esque. Mmm. Back in ballad territory, anyway. It just seems a bit familiar. Definitely rings a bell. Oh, hold on. Yeah. Now. Mm. It's so blatant, yeah. isn't it? It's got to be one of those fucking quirks where it's just different enough, hasn't it? Do you reckon that's why that mm. girl is in <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Your Honour. No, it's definitely a different song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's bad, isn't it? It is. But I, I, obviously, it happens all the time, presumably in the pop world. Yeah, yeah. Someone goes, that song is catchy. Uh, I'm gonna have it, but, but but can it happen in this kind of post? Uh, oh well, like yeah. You know, now this, this this lawsuit has gone through the big five million thing for uh, whatever that fucking what's uh, that date rape Rob, song called? Robin um, Thick. Yeah, Robin Thick. Yeah, fucking, yeah. I bet he's fucking going. Well, you know, all these other hits will take care of that money. Oh well, quite. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, can it happen to a nicer guy? Um, <laughs> I, I am a life for real though. Uh, kind of. So seven girls in this one, one babe. No babies. Oh, baby, brother and baby. Babe, okay. yeah. I, I counted it. Okay. But yeah, I, I don't want to waste any more time. No, this stuff. is... Oh, there is a massive key change in it, though. Should we get the key change? Oh, let's have a look. You mean in the same way as there is in Love Me For A Reason? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it, it's the X Factor key change. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I'd say stop singing. <laughs> Key change time. That fucking song smells of stools. Ugh. Awful. Yeah, no, I, I think that's utter pish. Okay, what are we doing? Are we doing one more or are we going to go? No, no, let's, let's, uh, singles? let's take a break and do this week's singles, yeah. So let's have a look at the top 10 singles. The week I've picked is kind of towards the end of Pavarotti's number ones because yep. that's where we're more different to the ones we've done before yep. uh, so at 10 we have Snap with Oops Up oh god yeah, yeah. Remember, I remember I, 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 now you've said it it's like oh yeah they did this but I yeah. I remember I listened to it again last night and it's much worse than I remember oh, it being it, it really is dreadful say Upala that's enough isn't it yeah. Oh, yeah it's, it's shite it really is shite I put a tweet up yesterday oh yeah um, and it got nothing mm. I loved it right I was like given that all energy it never dies it merely transforms into a different state mm. I wonder what the snaps the power is doing now <laughs> right 
society. See, also, Stan Bush's The Touch. But, but, yeah. but nothing, mate. Not, nothing, not a single nothing. fucking like. I mean, to be fair, my Twitter always, is always dog shit. Follow me on Twitter, at Dave Fensom. It's a mix of terrible jokes and... Um, no, it's just terrible I'm, jokes. I'm going to say, surely there's photos of your dog. Uh, no, no, I never put pictures of the dog on Twitter. Oh, right. I might start. Okay. Uh, number nine is Maxi Priest with Close to You. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not uh, to that. No. Number eight, New Order World of Motion, which Again, we had. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, number seven, and I remember this, and I remember thinking even at the time, this is the worst idea anyone's ever had, is FAB featuring MC Parker's Thunderbirds Are Go. Oh, God, this was... Dog shit, it's wasn't it? Really bad. Well, but, but, I mean, you don't really get novelty singles like this anymore. No, do you? There, was, there was a glut of them at that point. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's some kinky boots and well, even the stuff like Sesame's Treat yeah. and that sort of those proto rave yeah. uh, kids. Well, ones. Where you could just get away with sampling shit and making some money. Well, this is it. This, I suspect that's what happened. People just went, "Well, uh, this is this is a silly thing that will sell for one week and make me, you know, ten grand or whatever." Yeah. But it's fucking dreadful. Um, Number six, though, and it's the first time we've seen it in the UK charts, uh, MC Hammers, you can't touch this. So we're halfway through the year, and it's just gone massive in the States. The The album is number one for months and months and months in the States, but the single, You Can't Touch This, is now up to number six in uh, the UK charts. Mm-hmm. It actually went in quite low, and not it? Like 50 or 40 or something, and moved up quite slowly over two or three weeks, and then, you know, was there forever. But yeah, that, that's the first we've seen, we've seen of that anyway. Number five, and this is, I will admit, at the time, I thought this was fucking dreadful. Now, I will concede that it's a classic. I love this. It's brilliant. This is it. I, I know at the time, I was very snowy about it. See, I loved this at the time. Did you? Uh, I, 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 love, I love this. I love this record. Yeah. Man. I love the look. I think Roxette are a really solid greatest hits band. Well, this is the thing. You know, you would never want to put their second album on. No, but, but... I, tell you, I tell you what I would love, though, is if I was at like a kind of like a festival or something like that, mm-hmm. I'd love to fucking hear them do a set. Yeah, half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would be I, thought, I, reckon, you know what? I reckon you'd have more than half an hour. I reckon you hear those songs and I reckon there's more of them than you think. Oh, okay, that's possible, I suppose. Right, and um, you know, we'll... uh, let's have a look at uh, what Roxette's greatest hits might look like. The look, dress for success, listen to your heart. Listen to your heart, that's a goodie. It must have been love, joyride. Joyride, yeah. Mm, mm. No. Okay. Run to you. What? Uh, cover, presumably. I don't know. Uh, right. No, oh, okay, but yeah, you're right. I would, I would go and watch them do a greatest hits set. Uh, number four is Stone Roses with One Love. There's a new entry at four. I love this record. It's a good record. Um, Not on any of the albums. No, it was in between, wasn't it? Yeah. Good tune. Good tune. Big chorus. Proper shuffling Manny drum beat. But that's the thing that separates uh, Stone Razors, isn't it, really? It's those drum beats. Oh, Manny's an absolute master. However, from the sublime to the ridiculous, number three. Right, let's see how long it takes you to get this one. You'll know it. Craig McGlock? Yeah, it is, right? Mona. Yeah. <laughs> Craig McGlock and, and Check One, Two. Mona. Hey, Mona. That's when you could have a pop career just by being in a soap opera. That's all, yeah. Let's not forget uh, Stefan Dennis, Don't Make You Feel Good. Oh, of course. Yes. That's, that's a song when the manager from your office gets to put out a record. Yeah, because wasn't he quite serious as well in that one? Like, this is, Mona's obviously, you know, fluff. 
and he's having fun. But Stefan Dennis was kind of was, looking at you with a frown down the camera, wasn't he? Yeah, no, he was. He had his ear pierced. Oh dear! It was. It's a sign of a rebel. It's a bad, bad, bad song. Mm. There's a lot of chiffon in the video. There's a lot of uh, scantily dressed women. Australian women Aussies yeah and, and obviously he went on to a glittering career after that Stefan Dennis I remember all those huge records he put out afterwards. yeah exactly uh, so that was number three Craig McLaughlin and then number two is Pavarotti's Ness and Dorma which we've dealt with enough I yeah. feel and number one we will be dealing with another time Elton John's Sacrifice and Healing Hands double A side mm. but that is coming up yeah, we'll next that- week We'll leave that alone. Yeah. So that's your top ten. It's all fair enough. There's some bits involved in there. Other singles that came out in this time period. Red Hot Chili Peppers, Taste the Pain. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't aware of Chili Peppers at this time, even though I had a friend, Niall, who was into them and was trying to play me some stuff off Mother's Milk. I wasn't interested. Yeah, I... Didn't I mean, get it. I, I kind of became aware of the Chili Peppers. They, uh, I can't remember what the fuck it was. They were... I think they had a cameo in a film of some description and I became oh, interested right. in them then. Were they in and Bill and Ted or something like no, that? No, I went in Bill and Ted. Faith No More in Bill and Ted. Oh, um, the second one. But, mm. no, I mean, I, I became vaguely interested in them and they were one of the first kind of records that I kind of, like, picked up when I started really getting interested in alternative music, you know, kind of... Right. Yeah, kind of Mother's Milk and, uh, you know, uh, Blood Sugar Sex Magic. And yeah, no, it wasn't until Blood Sugar that I became aware of. Yeah, Blood, blood Sugar, I mean, yeah, I think I, I was aware of them beforehand, but Blood Sugar was the one that I really broke on and then... Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I played so that to death. I mean, no, there is no band in this world that I am more gutted and disappointed by the the decisions that they've made because yeah. you know uh, I I mean I love that record I love the older records mm-hmm. um, and what they what they kind of knock out now is just it just hurts me oh it is it's uh, it's totally pissing on your your legacy yeah absolutely but you know it's they've achieved enormous success from it and you know now people who I work with know who they are so wonderful yeah thanks (laughs) you enjoy it mate you tell me about them you tell me how edgy you are (laughs) (laughs) also in this time period Public Enemies Brothers Gonna Work It Out yeah which is a bagger and I was playing this last night and I was going why is no one making this sort of beat anymore when this drum kicks in just absolute furious. Absolutely love it. Uh, <laughs> the rhythm, the rebel. Uh, Poison's Unskinny Bop came out in this time. Yeah, I mean, I love this. Hey, it's just fantastic. I was looking as well, in this time period, their album came out that this was off, went straight in at number three in the UK charts. I didn't really. This is uh, what the cat dragged in, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I listened to this album. I worked in a comic shop when this record came out, and uh-huh. the uh, and the guys there loved it. It's all right. Uh, like I, yeah, I said, it was it was the rotation was was that Faith and Moore's first record. Yeah. Uh, well, no, sorry, not their first record, but a real thing. Um, yeah, yeah. A few other bits and pieces. The Conan soundtrack. I think I mentioned that. A couple oh of yeah, yeah. Conan one you mentioned. But yeah, yeah it was uh, yeah. As I say, it was a, it was a, a good and a bad time. Well, funny you should mention the real thing because this single came out as well. Only peaked at number 41 in the UK charts. Yeah, but weird. Because I kind of see... Falling to pieces. I remember seeing the video for this on... Because this is the video with the, uh, with the, the house. 
and then they're, they're jumping around in the house and there's the weird backdrop. Oh, is it okay? Is and cool? I, I remember seeing this video on like fucking the chart show or something like. Maybe it was I I, the rock I, chart. I, I think we've been the rock chart. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah that's, 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 that's what that would have been. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I loved Faith No More from the first time I ever, mm-hmm. first time I ever heard anything. Of, I, I would say in defining moments of music taste. Yeah. It was like one of those things I heard it's like what is this I must have this I must know what this is sure. I must know one of those things and you know that's so 1990 where are we now 2018 mm. back into 2018 so you know nearly 30 years yeah old. that's that's stayed with me yeah you know because if Faith and Mark put out a new record tomorrow it's going to be the first thing I do in the morning oh god to I, I remember whenever they did the Reformation tours you yeah. were straight on like we're doing oh, this man. we're going to and this and it was so good Oh, they're brilliant. Oh, that was so fucking yeah. good. Anyway, right. Right. So, and the, the only other single I've got that came out in this time period, you're not going to be interested whatsoever. I got kind of goosebumps listening to this last night because I've forgotten how much I fucking loved it in 1990. Okay. I'm wearing the t-shirt in a little bit of a tribute. Oh, Jesus Christ, you are. And is that it? is that is not a t-shirt. That's not a reproduction t-shirt. No, that is, no. This that is, is a t-shirt that is, that, that's beyond distress. That's frightened. <laughs> Yeah, my Ned's Tom and Dustin Godfather T-shirt. Kill your television, can I? I kind of like this. Song. I loved it. I this was one of the first the indie alternative guitar songs that I just loved wholeheartedly with a passion and would throw myself around the dance floor like a fucking do you know what? Man? Do you know what? So much of music is circumstance. Mm-hmm. And I think if I'd have been introduced to these tunes differently, I would have been massively, you know, sure. Yeah, it, it, when you look at everything else, like it doesn't really make a huge amount of sense that I'm not into Grebo. No, no, like yeah, we discussed a bit about Poppy itself yeah, and yeah, why yeah, you, yeah. you would like bits of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, true enough. It, you know, it's just a time and a place, though. Do you know what I mean? Of course, time and place, and the mates you're hanging out with at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. yeah. exactly. That. But that, that's kind of where we are single-wise in the charts. Uh, so that's yeah, cool. that's what else was going on. Right. Let's get let's uh, let's take another step. Ooh. Step nine. <laughs> where do I go from here? We should have done that all the way through the podcast. No, that would have been the thing. Never mind. Oh, yes. So track number nine on the album. Where do I go from here? Okay, we can be very brief for this. Yes. Uh, in fact, my notes are there are too many ballads on this record. This oh, God. goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let's just start. This is this is like the super cute one. Joey McIntyre, as I say, in the first couple of records, his voice hadn't broken. Right. He was the the kind of the the chipmunk one. He was like the Donny Osmond. Sure. Okay. Uh, not to be confused with the Donny Wahlberg because he's the tough one. The tough one. Um, yes. Or Mark Owen. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Right. No babies in this one, no girls. I'm not interested. No, it's it's just it's another shit. Band. Boring, 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 boring. If you've got strong feelings on this, let us know. Yeah, well, if we if we've ruined your favourite song of all time, then fuck us. Send us a message. <laughs> yeah. But let's uh, let's get into the track number ten, which is "Stay with Me, Baby." Now then, no, we've alluded to this a little bit throughout. That, I, that, there was I mean, something let's, coming let's, up. I mean, I was not expecting this. I I. I let out a massive laugh because I couldn't believe what I was listening to. Yeah. Uh, the first words I've written here are, oh boy. I've written what the fuck. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. Okay. Right. So let's, I mean, no. Okay. More than any time in the history of this podcast and in the future of this podcast, what I'm going to say to you now is before we talk about this, stop this. 
Go into Spotify, track 10, step by step, new kids on the block. It's called Stay With Me Baby. Have a listen to this and join us back here after you've enjoyed <laughs> one of the strangest few minutes of your life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay let's, get, let's, let's get into it. Let's play this. What the fuck is happening, Krista? What's happened? This is is absolute alternate universe. This is, I mean, like, first of all, okay, in 2018, let us put ourselves (laughs) Mm. in a position where this was in some way acceptable. Yeah. You know, this is up there with Dan Aykroyd in Trading Places. (laughs) Right, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. So, mm. this is a song in a reggae style Quite. A reggae style. It's got that... Which sounds like something from a kid's advert. Yeah. Right? Don't know why that's in there. But as we can hear, this the vocal is Donnie Wahlberg. Yep. You can tell, because it's quite a tough vocal. Tough, mate. Um, and he is completely committed to this, hasn't he? 100%. This song is the reason for the expression, I can't do the voice. <laughs> right? <laughs> because on a certain level, you can. Mm. Oh, but my fuck, he shouldn't have. Oh, my I mean, lord. When we talked about UB40 in the charts, we you, you know, you use the commonly used phrase, cod reggae. Right? Yes. This is beyond cod reggae, isn't it? This yeah. is like Haddock Dancehall. Oh, nice. Like <laughs> Halibut Ragger. <laughs> Scampy Soko. I don't know, right? It's, it is... Yeah, Fish Platter and the Whalers. Moby Dick and the Whalers. Who knows what this is? This is the song that you use to explain cultural appropriation to someone. Uh, very much. You know, even if you're some kind of alt-right kind of... You must listen to this and go, Ah, oh, no, they've got a point. <laughs> yeah. Let's... let's I mean, let's, let's have a listen to some of the things he says here. Uh, I want to hear him roll his R's a little bit, if you know what I'm okay. saying. Okay. And let's bear in mind... Hmm. He's from Boston. Boston. He's a very, very white man. He couldn't be whiter. And we'll notice here he's transposed the word I for me. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, I thought that Ross Trent by The Lonely Island... That's exactly was, where I went with it. ...was the, the most spot-on parody that yeah. ever existed. But it, <laughs> it turns out it didn't need to exist. Because this does. This is incredible. I mean, this is so fucking bad. Yeah. This is... I mean... It, it, it's, it's also one of the... Because it's so shockingly... You can't understand why it was allowed to happen. Yeah. It is, this is also one of the funniest things I've ever, ever heard. Yeah. And again... The fact, let's let's take us back to this room, right? Yeah. That Morris Starr mm-hmm. is an African-American man and he has sat behind the boards and gone, yeah, I reckon this is fine. You sure? Yeah, yeah why not? Well, you want to do a song in the style of 
Pattle bastard, do you? Yeah. Right, not a problem. Um, what we need you to do, right, is a song that makes Equality Street by Ricky Gervais entirely irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. I it's, mean, for fuck's sake. There's footage of him doing this live in 1990 in the concerts. Is there? Yeah, he does it, he does it full live and again commits 100% to oh the whole God. way through. And he's wearing a t shirt with a cartoon Rastafarian on it. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. There, there's no wow. hint of irony whatsoever. He's he's well into it. He's fucking loving every minute. I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't got dreadlocks. Hey, I bet he tried. I bet he gave it a good fucking go in 1990. Uh, I took a, a leaf out of I looked up setlist.com. Yeah. They don't play it on the 2017 tour. That's weird. I don't understand why. You'd either. have thought this would have been right out there, no, wouldn't you? But they did play it in the 2009 comeback. No. Yeah. Apparently we were still at that stage then. 2009. Yeah. And again, he, it's not like he was doing it in a different manner. Straight up. He was like, "This is. I need this. He said, well, who remembers this one from back in the day? And yeah. he was like, oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but Jesus. this is incredible. So it's it, this is, uh, again, a highlight for me because it made me laugh the hardest of everything. This is the best thing I've ever heard. It's, it's incredible. The, you know, this is the you've been framed of songs. <laughs> This is this is someone falling over and breaking their coccyx over and over again, right? <laughs> yeah. Because this is such a car crash. This is, I mean, even viewed through a non-liberal lens. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, this is up there with the black and white minstrel show, isn't it? Yeah, surely. This is, is fucking bad, man. Yeah. You know that its heart was probably in the, I've got sort of solidarity for my brothers. Well, totally. Right? And he probably really liked some, some reggae and raga. So he's like, I'm just doing a tribute. Here's my... Oh, fuck. And let's point out that he does say, at one point, check out the boonting... Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Check out the boom team. Uh, he said uh, baby 19 times in this song, which is the, which is a uh, a record high. Well, stay with me, baby. I suppose, yeah, it's going to be all the way yeah. through. And, I mean, let's give it a shout at the end where he points out that they, in fact, be jamming. <laughs> be jamming. He does exactly what he says. We be jamming. But, I mean, I guess the only good thing you can say about this song mm-hmm. is in many ways it paved the way for snow. Okay, so yeah, high point for me, definitely. That's amazing. Okay, now let's just scoot through the end of this record. Yeah. Okay, yeah. track 11, Funny Feeling. Funny Feeling, okay. Spoilers, it doesn't get better than that. No, well, I could it, mate? I've I, I got... Okay, I think they're just it. running just out of ideas at this point. Stop it. Look, this is... I've put here... These are some of the most ham-fisted rhymes I've ever heard. Mm. This is like literally cat, hat, mat, yeah. shat, bat, that. It's, it's really bad. Really, I mean, not, you know, when you've come from the lyrical masterpiece <laughs> and, and riding the rhythms, <laughs> as I did in the previous song, and to go to something so, I mean, so white. Yes. Um, I mean, it's bad, right? And, it it's, and really, you've got, you've got the two falsetto singers going at it. It's just this... Battle of high pitched unpleasantness, really, isn't it? It is. It's it's all round. Please turn this off. Stop yeah, doing it's, what it's, you're doing. Yeah, it's like a fax modem trying to argue with a spectrum loading. Nice. Yeah, it's it's that. It's like it. th- that high range. It's like oh, I wish I'd lose someone hearing so I couldn't mm. hear this. It's it's bad. It's about heartbreak, and who gives a fuck? No, not at all. I don't. Not at all. I can't even imagine the the teenage girls that they're aiming this at really particularly no. liking that one. We'd never break your heart, guys. Mm. But we haven't listened this far on the record. So track number 12. Track number 12, Never Fall In Love Again. Now. 
Right. So we got yeah, we got our kind of uh, electro banger beat. Yeah. You know, it's kind of got a bit of that Bobby Brown kind of thing about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that, Bobby yeah. Brown's a good uh, call. Actually. That's where it is. I don't think there's any secret why this is on the end of the record, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much everyone has got a lead vocal throughout this record. Right? Okay, Jordan, yeah. Knight, Jordan Knight remains the main singer, but everyone has got some kind of lead vocal. Now, this is right. Danny Woods' lead vocal. Right. Now, we've discussed Danny Woods, right? Mm-hmm. Dude cannot sing a note, right? Mm-hmm. So they've tucked him in at the end, right. they've given him his song, and they've gone, most of us won't have heard this, right? Yeah. But he needs to have one. He's got his fans. They they put money into the shows. My ex-girlfriend Louise was a fan of Danny Wood. Really? Yeah, she always liked the ugly guy, which hey. is a bad fucking thing. Well, it's tr- <laughs> it's tr- this is true, man. Now, lyrically, this song, he's never going to fall in love again. He's been cheated on. Right? Yeah. It's because you're fucking ugly, Dan. Yeah. It's because you've got a face like a sculpture made by a dog, right? <laughs> a disabled dog, right? Right. <laughs> Out of shit, right? He's he's an ugly man. <laughs> he's, I mean, wow. personality-wise, I don't know, but he's hey. got a, he looks like Crichton from Red Dwarf, right? Ooh. With right. that heavier yes, brow. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Which is probably with that flat head allows him to spin on it. He's a great dancer, right? That's sure. what he is, right? He looks like, tell you what he looks like. He looks like a B-level thug from The Sopranos. Particularly oh, when he's no. fucking dressing up in a... In a tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. Mean, you know, I think he would have probably ended... I mean, again, he could probably beat the living shit out of me, right? But fucking... I'd have run away from his ugly face first. Guy's a minger. And there's bits in his song where he goes, break one. Right? Yes. And I think that what he's done there is I think he's reading through the lyrics and he's just read out the stage directions. <laughs> <laughs> and they've gone, ah, well, no one's going to hear no, this shit. No one's going to hear this. What it does reveal, though, yes. I alluded earlier that there were two of the fiercest MCs in the game. Yep. And luckily for all of us, <laughs> Danny W spit some lyric dim. Yes, he does. He's got a, a rap to, to end all raps again. And I his... mean, like, literally, it, it could have ended all raps because rap could have been banned <laughs> because of this. And not in a tip of gore kind of, just in a everyone gets together and goes, it's for the best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it can be like this, can it? Oh, yeah. What have we done? Yeah. I uh, mean, come on. Let's, let's uh, try and find the route. I'm never gonna fall, cause I fell. Loving you for me was like hell. How could you play me like a champ, a tramp, a cramp? Let's hear that, yeah. How could you play me like a champ, yes. a tramp, yes. a cramp? No. That, what does that mean? Nothing. When, why are you playing me like a champ? Sounds like a good thing. You're playing me like a champ. What, you're, you're bringing your best game? Okay, fine. Okay, but, you're playing me like a tramp. Hmm, giving me some money to who, go who, away. Who we play, who's playing with tramps? And where are they washing? Uh, and uh, playing me like a cramp. Yeah, that's a weird one. You've played me like a cramp. Oh, oh sorry about that, mate. Uh, uh, yeah. I um, didn't mean to. And then that, he follows that up with the lyric, Girl, you did me worse than a food stamp. Yeah, I picked this bit. I, I don't understand what's going on. None of this makes any sense. You no. told me I could trust you. If I didn't, I would crush you. Never thought that one day I'd bust you, walking in the sand hand in hand with another man. I know your game plan, and now I understand love is so deep it's like sleep it will leave you blind. I see you living, so baby, next time. What you gonna do now the tables are turned around? I'm living swell, and now you wanna be down? Step off, baby, cause I've learned if you're messing with fire, then you're gonna get burned. You still look dope, but a dope, I'm not. I can't get with your baby, cause you're too hot. Now that's the only true lyric in here, right? <laughs> I can't get with your baby because you're too hot. And by that, <laughs> he means, 
<laughs> yeah. She has all of her features. <laughs> in the right place. No, no, just has them. No. I mean, it could be in a fucking bag. I mean, this is an ugly man we're talking <laughs> yeah. about. This is an ugly man. Anyway, so yeah, so that and that's and that is the note that they choose to end this record on. Well, indeed, but like you say, they talked it up at the end because Christ, this is this I mean, is the, the like you know like, like like you would put a mutated uncle in the attic mm. in the fifties. Indeed. Well, you know, it's obviously they couldn't uh, hide some of these other classics away, like Stay with Me, Baby, and Games. No, they needed to be right up front. Stay with me, baby. Oh my god. But uh, yeah, never never gonna fall in love again. Whatever track twelve, that'll do. Yeah. Again, presumably it was written by Morris Starr. He's not made any effort on this. You know, it, the lyrics are just shit. Oh, it's it's got um uh oh hello. Written by oh. Morris Starr, Tahakwa Aleem, oh. uh, uh, T. Ra, and Danny Wood. So I was wrong. He has got a writing credit on oh this. Oh my god! So he's he's written those words. Oh god! Well, that's even worse. I don't understand if he was just doing someone else's words, didn't know any better. He yeah. thinks that's good. Yeah. I mean, normally as well, like when you look like him, you develop a bit of personality, don't you? <laughs> yeah. But anyway. not, not this time. Yeah. Well, so that was step by step by Nukas on the Block. Yeah. What right. Are you thinking, bro. I'm thinking that it, well, of the ones we listened, this is number seven. Yeah, uh, it's by far the most ridiculous thing we've ever heard on this. Oh one. my god! By far. I mean, can it get worse than this? I don't think it can. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be, I'll be impressed, and I'll be happy if it does. Yeah. But this is a high point in sheer insanity. Oh god, yeah. I mean, I, I have looked forward to this conversation. Oh yeah. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, Jesus Christ! After a couple of records where there was yeah, not that much to say, right? Mm-hmm. I had to really dig deep in, and it's like this is just a gift that keeps on giving. Right? Uh, yeah, I totally. mean, not musically. Fuck no, takes it away. Oh yeah, you sure. know, I, I feel like I've lost some love for music because of this, but yeah. my my love of comedy has gone right up. Yeah, I mean, without a doubt, mate. Mm. Without a doubt, this is you know. I mean, I spend a lot of my life trying to write comedy, and I'm like, oh man, this is what happens when you're not trying. You know, I love you, and I love your comedy. You will never be as funny as Stay with Me. Baby. No, never, mate. Never. Mm. Not gonna happen. Never. So, okay, so getting as serious as I possibly can for a second. Sure. There's a couple of solid pop songs on here. There are. Uh, yes, absolutely. And again, I think we both agree that tonight is a good pop song. Yes. That's on. Yep. The, that's on. I'd that right? I would put that in. Okay. I really like Step by Step as a pop song. Okay. I want to put that on. Okay. I don't hate it. I just don't think it's very good. But I'm fine with that. Okay. Yeah. Now, we for uh, we have a, a maximum of three. Yes, we did. We okay. Spoke, okay, it's three marks. So, that gives us a problem, doesn't it, really? Don't because, worry. I mean, I would put... You know, I'm looking at this and I'm going... I mean, fuck the balance. None of the balance. Oh, but definitely not. No, no. No. But Games... Yeah. ...is a good song. Yes. However... Well, also, on the subject of games, would we be allowed to put the single mix in instead of the album? In? No. No. Okay, so it has to be the album. If it, had been, if, it, if it was on a reissue or if it was included on the record, we can put it on. But it's not. Okay. But it is not. Okay. So we cannot. We can only go with what's on there. Right? Okay. And for that reason... You want to do it? I want to do it. We've got to do it. <laughs> I, I, w- I would like to do it because I want as many people to hear it as possible. How can we not... Do it, Krista. No. The only problem with it mm. is if someone that hasn't listened to this finds the podcast. Oh, that's unlikely. I mean, I, yeah, I mean that is unlikely, yeah. isn't it? The, but it, it's got to be, isn't it? I'm in. I mean, I, I think Games is hilarious as well. And, yep. that, and Donnie's rapping that is just brilliant. Yeah. And it cracks me up every time. Yeah. But it doesn't crack me up as much as Stay With Me Baby. Okay. Well, okay. Well, the question is then, should it be Games instead oh, of Step by Step? Uh, I... Oh, right. I mean, I would go games over step by step, but... 
I, I, I get what you're saying. That it's, it's a better probably representation of the uh, album. I mean, I think it's a better song. Um, but I mean, it's got to be it's got to be a combined decision. Oh, I'm fine with for this one. I'm fine with going with tonight and step by step and stay with me, baby, because it's it's a special occasion. Yeah. And oh, we're, we're, we're not going to see this again. This is like it's my birthday next week, and I feel like this is a gift. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I think as. Not as not representation of the album because it's not. It's an outlier for everything in the world. Yeah. But as you need to be aware that this is yeah. a thing, I think so we stick it in. Exactly, mate. The thing I want more than anything in this world, I want some weird set of circumstances to collide mm-hmm. where as part of getting away from his charges, Donald Trump has to sing it live. <laughs> oh god. That's what I want. <laughs> that is the only way the song could be better. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll watch that. I'll watch the shit out of it. I, I want to see it. Yeah. I want to see I want to see it. He's singing it while he's being chased down the street by by men with stones. Right. Cool. Women with stones. Women with stones. Um, yeah. I mean. Anyway, right. So that, thank you guys for listening to, yes. uh, I, I must admit, when we when we started this podcast, I didn't really think of the consequences that we were going to have to listen to Nuketing Block albums, right? No, not Should have done, but didn't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was worried about it. I've done it. I loved it. Uh, yes, I've had the best time doing this one. This was the most fun we've had. This is the it, most fun. Probably yeah. since Phil Collins, which was, you know, fun for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, don't no. love me for fun, girl. Let me be the one, girl. <laughs> yeah. Love me for a reason. Let that reason be plagiarism. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in. Listen to, we'll be back next week. What's the next week's album, Christo? Next week is Elton John, uh, Sleeping With The Past. Yeah. Uh, fuck knows, frankly. I bought this on Discogs, on vinyl, so yeah. I'm going to play it over the next week and see what happens. I don't. I, I'm, I'm worried about this one. I'm not sure that this is the right period of Elton John, but... No. Anyway. No. Anyway, thank you for listening, guys. We'll be back next week. Lovely stuff. Cheers. Cheers.